Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Here's every Game of Thrones spinoff in the works. Between overly lavish descriptions of meals, hot sibling-on-sibling action, and avoiding finishing The Winds of Winter, it's difficult to say what George R.R. Martin's most enduring interest is. Lately, it seems to be finding seemingly endless ways to make even more television spinoffs based on Game of Thrones. And while Blood Moon, the Naomi Watts starring prequel series set 10,000 years before Game of Thrones during The Long Night failed to move forward, this Sunday marks the launch of the first official Game of Thrones spin-off, House of the Dragon. Hot D, as George R.R. R. Martin calls the show, is set mere centuries before Game of Thrones rather than millennia. The show centers on the Targaryen family, the eponymous House of the Dragon, as they head towards the infamous deadly civil war known as the Dance of the Dragons. And yes, there will be dragons like 17 of them. But for more on that, check out yesterday's episode of Nerdist News. But what does the future hold for Westeros, and what lies beyond the Narrow Sea? We're going to break it all down for you in just a moment. But remember, none of this is a spoiler. With that said, if you're still seething from Season 8 and can't bear to think about this any longer, well, this is your last chance to leave before it's too late. The Sea Snake. Like a murdery Matryoshka doll, The Sea Snake is a spin-off of The House of the Dragon. Well, sort of. Both are based on Fire and Blood, the prodigious history of the Targaryen conquest of Westeros. Announced in March 2021, The Sea Snake, originally called The Nine Voyages, follows the adventures of Lord Corlys Valerian as he became the greatest seafarer in the history of the Seven Kingdoms. Corlys will play a major role in House of the Dragon as well, played by Steve Toussaint. But the younger version on this spinoff is going to be played by... someone else! Having journeyed to the distant lands of Yi Ti and Lang, Corlys has been to parts of the world that few others in the Throneverse have ever seen. So who knows, maybe he'll journey to wherever George R. R. Martin is keeping those fabled chapters from the Winds of Winter. But probably not, because I don't think they exist. And if they do, who knows? Anyway, the 10,000 ships. Now, in case a show with presumably one ship wasn't enough for you, what if there were as many ships as there are maniacs? That's exactly what the premise of 10,000 Ships is. Set 1,000 years before Game of Thrones, the series created by Amanda Siegel follows the legendary Princess Nymeria, the warrior queen who led her people from the Rhoynar out of Essos after the Valyrian Freehold conquered the region. Eventually, she landed in Dorne, where she ordered her entire fleet, the titular 10,000 ships, to be burned so retreat wasn't an option. And turns out it wasn't an option they even needed because she wound up conquering all of Dorne. You know, in case there was any doubt as to why Arya Stark idolized her enough to name her direwolf after her. The Golden Empire. In keeping with the tradition of bringing us adventures in faraway lands, one of these Game of Thrones spin-offs promises to take us to a land never glimpsed on screen before the Golden Empire of Yi-T. Dubbed the Golden Empire, the animated series takes place in the highly advanced Imperial China-inspired kingdom of Yi-T. As confirmed by Martin on his Not-A-Blog blog, Golden Empire is one of the multiple animated series actively in development. Martin said, over on the animated side, well, I'm not allowed to talk about most of what's happening, except to say that things are moving very fast, and I love, love, love some of the concept art I'm seeing. 
As for how many series exactly are in development, Deadline says it's three, but we'll see what the future holds now that HBO Max is under new leadership. A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Next up, we have another prequel series in the works based on the fantasy novellas The Tales of Duncan Egg, The Hedge Knight, The Sworn Sword, and The Mystery Knight. And these stories were all later collected in a single volume called A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. These stories follow the adventures of Dunk, the future Lord Commander of the Kingsguard, Sir Duncan the Tall, and the future King of Westeros, Aegon Targaryen V. Martin confirmed the live-action Dunkin' Egg series is helmed by Patriot and Perpetual Grace Limited creator Steve Conrad. Martin said, The first season will be an adaptation of the first novella, The Hedge Knight. Contrary to what you may have read online, the show will not be called Dunkin' Egg, which could be mistaken for a sitcom by viewers unfamiliar with the stories. We're leaning towards A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms for the series title, though The Hedge Knight has its partisans as well. All I can say is I am glad they're clearing up the confusion around this title because I, for one, was convinced this would be a buddy cop show about a basketball player and a newborn chicken. They can't all be winners, folks. Moving on! Snow! Speaking of knowing nothing at all, Jon Snow is back in sequel form. While we last saw everyone's favorite secret Targaryen leaving the Seven Kingdoms behind to go live beyond the wall with the wildlings, clearly he's got some unfinished business in Westeros. According to Game of Thrones co-star Amelia Clark, the show, simply called Snow, came from Kit Harington himself. It's been created by Kit as far as I can understand, so he's in it from the ground up. So what you'll be watching, hopefully, if it happens, is certified by Kit Harington. This one is particularly intriguing not only because of its potential to bring back familiar faces, but because it's the only sequel series on the slate. And look, is there any source material for this? No! Has that ever stopped HBO before? Absolutely not! Flea Bottom. Last and definitely least, we come to Flea Bottom, an untitled mystery project reportedly about the poorest denizens of King's Landing's most notorious slum. Now, we know about as much about the Flea Bottom series as we do about what's actually in a bowl of the brown, which is to say, nothing at all. Flea Bottom was the home of my boy Sir Davo Seaworth, it's also where Gendry laid low when he wasn't rowing around the world for three years straight, and we also saw Arya Stark barely survive its narrow streets as she escaped King's Landing. As for what it could be about, well, your guess is as good as mine, but we're firmly sticking with the idea that it's a Baby's Day Out-style adventure starring young Davos. Anyway, folks, there you have it. Those are all the Game of Thrones spin-offs currently in development that we know about. Look around you. Take a good, hard look. Scientists say that one in ten people or objects could actually be a Game of Thrones spin-off without you even realizing. We'll just have to wait and see which ones make it to air like House of the Dragon and which ones go the way of Blood Moon. Now, we'll keep you posted by Raven from Our Citadel over at Nerdist, but in the meantime, tell us, what do you think? Which of these shows are you most excited for? What other spin-offs would you like to see and why? The Life and Adventures of Elio Grivas first sword of bravos thank you very much let us know in the comments below and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture make sure you stay tuned to nerdist.com 